Hi everyone, <laughs> I'm having some technical issues today and my battery is on low <laughs> in, in all of its ways, um, my internal battery as well as my phone battery. So like none of my, um, my laptop, my phone, <laughs> none of it is charged. So let's just see what happens. Um, so today we are going to be talking about forgiveness. Um, I want to talk about what it is, what it's not, um, who do we forgive, you know, what if they keep doing it again and again, that's the first question that everyone asks me when it comes time for forgiveness. Um, and then, um, you know, what does it really mean to forgive another person, as well as what does it mean to uh, forgive ourselves and why is it so hard for us to forgive now as I sit in front of you talking about forgiveness I must say that this is not um, an easy thing for me to do I feel deeply I live open-heartedly and so I get hurt deeply and then I my usual MO would have been to just disconnect and say, you know what, I'm done with you and I don't want to see you again. Um, and, you know, or they might still be in my life, but they don't have access to me. Like they don't have access to that inner, inner um, chamber of my heart. So I can get quite transactional or functional. Um, and on the outside, it would look very civil, but you just don't have access to the chambers. Um, the inner chambers of me so this is not an easy thing to do for even for people who have done a lot of work um, on it it's it's probably one of the hardest things for us to do and that's why it's considered one of the you know most um, most valued virtues because um, to get to that level where you are living with that kind of compassion and that kind of openness and that kind of vulnerability, it's not an easy, um, easy place to arrive to. Okay, so let's talk about forgiveness. Um, if you guys have questions, please don't put them in here. You can leave your chats here, but you can um, drop the questions in the question box and then I will um, I will answer those questions at the end. All right. So what is forgiveness? So let's just discuss that first, because I think a lot of people don't know what it means. And I have done recent posts about forgiveness and people have said, well, you know, I can't forget and you know, it still hurts. And so what is forgiveness? Forgiveness, um, before I get into what is forgiveness, let's talk about what forgiveness is not. What forgiveness is not, is not saying that it was okay for them to do what they did. It does not mean that it is uh, right for them to do what they did. It does not mean that you are allowing them to do what they did again. It also does not mean that you have to reconcile with that person. So if I forgive you, does not mean that you and I will be friends after this. 
Um, forgiveness is not like, oh, I have forgiven and now it no longer hurts because that's kind of how they position it sometimes. If you do the research or you read the, you know, um, you read the books or you watch the videos, you will see that there are people that have just like forgiven people who have really caused a deep, unjust injury to these people and they've said, I chose forgiveness, but you kind of see them at the end of that journey. You don't see them at the beginning. Right? Just like you see the Olympic athlete as he is performing in the Olympics and winning a medal, you don't see when they first started. You know, the first time they went out on the field or the first time they ran a lap or the mornings and the nights and the struggles and the eating and the sleeping and everything else that they did in order to get to where they could even compete in that space and then they win or they, you know, perform in the Olympics, which in itself is um, you know, reward enough. Uh, but we see that. We just see the Olympic Games. We don't see everything that happened. And so oftentimes we just see the person who has forgiven or the one who wrote the book, but we don't know how they got there. And the, the pain and the suffering and the struggle and the shame and the judgment that they had to go through and process and digest and release in order to get to where they can write a book about it or where they can talk about it. Um, so it is not a destination. It does not mean that you have healed. Forgiveness does not mean that it no longer hurts. Forgiveness is literally the first step. You're literally saying, I am making a decision to let go of this suffering. I no longer want my heart armored. You are saying, I no longer want to give it energy. You are saying later, um, I understand that they had to go through certain things in order to do what they did. That's compassion. Um, and I release them from my revenge or um, from all the power that I am giving that event. So that's what forgiveness actually means. And, you know, I don't know who came up with this word forgiveness, but in the word forgiveness is the word give. And when someone has caused a deep injury to you, you don't want to give them anything at that point. You're like, to heck with this. <laughs> I am not about to give you anything else, but we are giving all of our anger and our revenge and our energy to that person and they're occupying us. Now, if you are anything like me, you might not even be occupied by them. I actually have a really um, bad memory for certain things. You know, my sister, she has like a memory of an elephant. She like remembers things that happened like when we were two or something. And it's just like, how do you even remember that? For me, I'm very much in the moment. So in this moment, I am here, I am with you and I feel really good. Um, but you know, when I start thinking about that person, that's when you will see all parts of me activated literally to the point where like my throat is choked and my my hips hurt and my body tightens okay that means i have got work to do there so forgiveness doesn't mean that you're um um so not forgiving the other person doesn't mean that you're constantly occupied with them 
I've heard people say, you know what? I don't need to forgive that person. Like they don't even cross my mind. Like I don't really, I could give two <laughs> bleep, bleep, bleep um, about this person to hell with them, right? I've heard this and mm, that means you've got work to do. So if you are still in a state of this kind of bitter feeling where you are resentful or you are wishing them ill or you are um, sort of on edge or thorny when you think about them, that means there has been work that has been unfinished inside of you, okay? So for those of you who are just joining, we will be talking about forgiveness today. And I'm talking about what forgiveness is and what forgiveness is not and how to forgive. Like, what are the steps? Like, tell me what to do. Um, so forgiveness, if you don't like this word, replace it. Now, I needed to do that. And, and you know what? I really got away with it for a very long time, not having to forgive people because I didn't think about them at all. They were not in my life anymore. I was done with them. They hurt me. Khalas, we're done. Um, and so they don't cross my mind. I don't really care. Uh, I don't care what happens to them. I'm not wishing them ill. I'm not, um, you know, thinking about them at all. But then when you say, well, hey, how's this person doing? And then when you see that kind of cramping up of your heart or the, you know, the, um, the thorns sometimes come out when you are talking about that event or that person. That means there is something in my heart that is blocked. So for me, and I suggest you consider that forgiveness is really about healing. Forgiveness is about being open-hearted. Forgiveness is about living with my whole heart engaged. Forgiveness is where I have all that energy in me and nothing is left somewhere in the past hooked on to that event. Forgiveness means I have all of me inside of me and all parts of me are, you know, um, are moving towards healing. That's what forgiveness means. Forgiveness is really about you as a person and about your heart. So I know we hear this that, oh, you don't forgive for the other person, you forgive for yourself, but I was really agitated and irritated every time I heard that. I was like, oh, don't tell me to forgive another person. <laughs> Um, that hurt me so much. But then I remember, um, and I think it was last Ramadan, I, you know, I was asked to do a talk on forgiveness by the happiness ministry. And it was such a gift that they gave me. Um, and I walked and I walked and I walked and I walked and I was actually like walking around my room. Um, I was walking around outside just because I was like, why is it so hard for me? I couldn't get beyond the anger. So I'm gonna ask you guys to do something. And if it's too triggering, don't do it. Find someone who's not so triggering. Find a person in your life that you need to forgive. 
and bring that person in to this conversation as if they were sitting next to you. And just see what shows up inside of you right now. Think of a person you need to forgive, maybe yourself, and hold them in your heart space and your mind space. When I say heart space, what happens? Uh-uh, you ain't getting near my heart, right? The block comes on. The mind space only really, really compartmentalized corners of our minds where we hold people we don't really like very much or we have to protect ourselves against. But that, all of that is leaking into your system in that fight or flight system that says, the world is not safe. Relationships are not safe. I am not safe. You are dangerous, right? These are the messages that are locked into our memory of our nervous system when we get hurt by someone. And when I say that we are forgiving truly for ourselves, it's when we do the act of forgiveness, we are not thinking about the other person. And so as I walked around the room, you know, trying to figure out why it's so hard for me to forgive, I finally did it. I finally figured it out. That it was not about forgiveness. It was about the anger that I needed to hold on to so I wouldn't access the shame. So I wouldn't access the guilt. The anger is much easier. It's hot, I, I'm used to the anger. Um, um, it's protective. It blames the other person. It keeps me out of contact with my vulnerable feelings. And the vulnerable feelings are that of shame. The vulnerable feelings are that of guilt. Um, the vulnerable feelings are that I was not enough. So take that person that I just asked you to think about when it comes to the person that you needed to forgive and think about if you didn't have that story of he, he hurt me or she hurt me, if you didn't have that story and if you could just contact with that anger, make contact like a visceral feeling, I want you to connect with the anger inside of you as you think about the person that hurt you and how angry you feel. And let's just go to that anger and say, I'm gonna put you aside here for a second. I'm gonna put you here, anger, and I'm gonna see what else comes up. And that is a gripping shame that shows up in people. That you left me because I was not good enough. You hurt me because I deserved it. I did something wrong. I couldn't, my love was not good enough for you. I was not good enough for you. I'm so ashamed of that. I wish I could have done something differently. Regret. Could I have done something differently? Maybe if I hadn't said that, guilt. Maybe if I hadn't done that. So you see how these feelings of, you know, disappointment, shame, regret, um, guilt come to the surface and then we say you know what no 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 no. I was fine it was all his fault 
and immediately we push those feelings down and anger comes back online. Because if we really sat with those feelings, it would not be an easy task. And I remember when I sat with those feelings, I felt a crumbling shame, a disintegrating shame. I literally felt disintegrated as if I was evaporating because I felt like it was all consuming. And that's not an easy feeling, guys, especially if you don't have, um, if you don't have a, a lot of ego strength, right? If we feel we, we don't know ourselves enough, we don't know our value enough, we don't know what we are good at enough, if we haven't spent a lot of time with ourselves, we don't have a lot of ego strength or a strong sense of self, these are very difficult feelings. And this sits in our shadow. So forgiveness and compassion, true compassion, and true living open-heartedly only comes from having done this work with the shadow. And for people who are saying, no, 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 I don't feel guilt, I only feel anger, you're not ready to make contact with that yet. And that's okay. There's a process of forgiveness. There's a journey towards forgiveness. And you will hold on to that anger as long as you hold on to it until you say, you know what? This anger is burning me up. I don't know who said the quote, but you know, revenge or lack of forgiveness is like holding a burning coal, wanting to throw it at the other person, but guess who's getting burnt? You are. So when we hold that anger, the other person is sleeping fine, they're going about their life, they could care less. It's you that's burning up. And until you come to that realization that it is your heart that can no longer love the way you used to, it is your baggage that has gotten too heavy and you can no longer be you know, moving freely or authentically in relationships. Until you realize that that experience lives in you today, and is blocking you from experiencing life fully today, until you realize that it's hurting you to not forgive, you will not come to that place. And it is a journey, I'm telling you guys, it took me years before I realized that it is hurting me. It's no longer about the other person. Of course what they did was wrong. Of course the pain was absolutely life-altering, altering, changed the way I looked at the world, changed the way I looked at relationships. It felt like the earth from underneath me got pulled. Betrayal, disappointment, shock, trauma. These were words that I would use to describe experiences that I could not right? Not just one, but multiple people and multiple experiences. Where it took my breath away to the point where I really was gasping, right? And so I get it, right? These things happen to everyone. I don't know a single person who has not been hurt by someone that has gone beyond the age of, you know, 12. Like, you know, and even if I look at my seven-year-old, like, for her, in her world, 
that is a life-altering experience for her when her friend doesn't invite her to her birthday party and everyone else is invited right for me it'd be like okay come on it's just a birthday party but like of course I didn't say that but we, we put things in context, we put things in perspective when it's a seven-year-old, but for her seven-year-old life, it is a life-altering experience. And it is a traumatic experience that she cannot comprehend and does not have resources to comprehend. And so from a very early on in our life, from very early on in life, we experience these betrayals. We experience these losses. We experience these traumas and they build up and they build up and they build up and they build up. And soon enough, our heart is absolutely armored and it is absolutely safe. And it is absolutely incapable of experiencing joy. Because as you armor up, you cannot feel the love either. You cannot just be like, oh, the armor protects against bad people, but it doesn't protect against good people. If I have an armor on and I go to hug someone um, that I love, the armor is between me and their heart, my heart and their heart. The armor is a block between me and you. So if you feel another person's love and you feel their excitement and you feel their passion, it's because their armor is down. It's not that, oh, it only blo you know, blocks out the bad people and not the good people. It is a wall. A wall keeps out the good guys and it keeps out the bad guys. It's just a wall. So this is where, when it comes to forgiving someone or yourself, it is about living wholeheartedly again. That's the end goal. It is about living open-heartedly again. That's the end goal. It is definitely not about re-engaging with that person. And you can let go of that person with love. You can say, this hurt me, this changed me. You don't have to say this to them. You're just saying it to yourself. You never even have to tell them you forgave them. That's the good part. <laughs> you can just say it to your universe, to the source. You can write it out. You never actually have to communicate with this person ever again. And some people can't because the person has passed on. So you can go back and forgive people that have even have died. You have forgiven people that, you know, I sometimes have to go back in my healing journey to people that have hurt me in like elementary school and middle school. Like I have to go back and do that work, but I'm saying I'm done. I realize what happened. I take the lesson from it. It hurt me and I'm done and I pulled the energy back. And one um, image that I used to have, um, you know, when I was working with clients that had a lot of anger towards other people, um, there was an image that would show up again and again. And that was, they're sitting in front of me and I would see these kind of energetic cords you know, and I, this was a very long time ago, like 15 years ago when I first started. Um, I would see these kind of energetic cords with like hooks, with like weights at the bottom of them going out to the past. And the person would be sitting in front of me and I saw all this sort of energy going out of them into this hook-like thing. It would literally be like a vision. Um, and I think that's really what 
um, what grudges are. They're energetic hooks. Um, that's really what resentment is. It's an energetic hook. Anger is an energetic hook. And you're literally giving energy to the past. Here's all my energy to every grudge that I'm holding, to every person that I don't forgive, to every person that I'm angry at. It's a hook with a lot of energy. The bigger the pain, the more the energy that is seeping out from you. If we know that energy is finite, right? If we know that energy is finite and all of this energy is going to the past to be ticked off at people that hurt us, how much energy do you have now to create the life you need and the life you want and the life you wish for? How much creativity do you have? Creativity is a life force. If all of your life force is actually pushed into the past, then how do you have anything to create um, in the future, in, in the now, for the future, for the now? You're no longer in the now, you're stuck in the past. And now is the only time you can create, not even the future. So all that energy in the past, very little for now, and then we're wondering why we feel um, disconnected, when we're wondering why we feel lonely, then we're wondering why we feel we don't have energy, then we're wondering why we feel so anxious, then we're wondering why we feel so low. We're wondering why. It's because we have no energy and we have so many people to forgive. Okay? Guys, please keep these comments co constructive. It really isn't very helpful. Um, so I'm gonna just read some questions here. Um, someone said, do you feel, um, do you think true healing occurs when you feel indifferent? No. Indifference is a disconnect. When you feel indifferent, I don't care this way or that way, I don't care is the key phrase here. Indifference is not the aim. Compassion is the aim. A softness and a tenderness is the aim. And I will keep coming to it again and again and again and again. Years later, again and again. And this happens and it triggers that wound and again. And then months go by and I don't think about that person and I'm soft and I feel okay. And when that person's name is mentioned, a little bit of a hook comes on, but it's okay, compassion, and you move on. And then two years down the road, something happens to you and it really unearths another layer of pain. This is why it is often a lifelong journey to forgive a person. Just like divorce is not something you sign a paper and you're divorced. A breakup is not, oh, I, we're done. A breakup can take years because there's layers upon layers of healing and forgiveness that needs to happen. And a divorce is a lifelong process, especially if you have children. Year upon year, remarriage, re-engagement, children's graduation, their birthday, like you're constantly facing what it means to be divorced. So that's what it means to truly heal is to say, I'm, I'm, I'm soft, I'm tender, I'm compassionate. My heart is open. 
no, I'm no longer talking to this person, but my heart is open. And it is a training, guys. You are literally training yourself in this process. Whatever you practice gets stronger. So if you practice anger and revenge, those are the grooves that are going to get stronger in your mind. If you practice compassion, again, compassion, again, those are the grooves that are going to get stronger. Are you always going to feel good and saintly? No. There will be a moment where you'll be like, to hell with that person. I'm, I wish they never existed. And then you will say to yourself, breathe in, breathe out. You are safe. That was the past. This is the now. Be compassionate with yourself. Disconnect from the energetic cord that just came on. And then just say, I send you blessings. I release you from my energy sphere. And I stay soft. Okay? So it's really like a constant, constant, especially in the beginning. <laughs> it's ongoing. Soft, soft, safe, safe. Again, again. Okay? So let's see. What have I shared with you guys? Forgiveness does not mean forgetting. I've already mentioned that to you. Um, why is it so hard to forgive? I've already mentioned that to you, but let me just rephrase that. Um, forgiveness is hard because one, there was an obvious wound. Two, you were altered as a result of that. Three, it was life-changing in some way, right? You were altered, your worldview was altered, your life was altered, many people were impacted. These are obvious reasons why it is hard, that it wasn't just you sometimes. Like there's many people that got affected by this pain. Forgiveness is also hard because we are made to contact the feelings that we don't want to contact. When we feel vulnerable, we'll do everything in our power to stay away from that vulnerability. And that means we will stay angry. It is much, much, much easier to remain angry than it is to feel all the other feelings I mentioned, like disappointment, um, regret, shame, guilt, sadness, sorrow, grief. These are very, very hard feelings. The anger actually keeps us connected to that person. And sometimes people don't forgive because if I forgive, then that's the end. Then they know, then I actually might forget this person. So the anger is actually a place where they can't remain in contact, connected to the other person. And if I actually say I forgive you, that means it's said and done and it was the past and it's no longer now. And that's really hard. And sometimes that's really, really hard because we are, you know, there was a song, I can't remember, or if it was a poem, actually it's Pablo Neruda. Um, you know, loving is so short, forgetting so long. And that's kind of the grief that comes with knowing that that's done and it's the past and they no longer will be part of my life. That's hard to say. That kind of grief is not easy. Um, and for people who want revenge, revenge is just another word to say I'm deeply hurt. I'm deeply, deeply, deeply hurt. And I wish 
you knew how hurt I was. Because perhaps if you knew how wish, how much I, I was hurting, you would not have done what you did. That's what revenge really means. It just means I'm deeply hurt. Okay? Um, so, Robert Enright, and there's so many frameworks and things like that for forgiveness, um, but he really breaks it down into these four things. So now I'm shifting into what, how do I forgive? So please know that this is a lifelong process. In the beginning, for sure, it is far more intensive. Just like when you're driving a car or when you're learning how to do yoga or when you are learning a new skill, in the beginning, you have to give it a lot of energy because that's when the healing is happening. It's like open heart surgery. The surgery is where a lot of that stuff is being worked on, but then the healing goes on. And then you might need to go for another checkup and then you might need you know, other things, but in the beginning is the big task. So the first phase he describes as the uncovering phase. And in the uncovering phase, we are really talking about um, uncovering the deep unjust that has happened right who hurt you how deeply were you hurt if you could describe the hurt what would it be give it a color give it a flavor give it some you know explain to me what that was like and i want you to make contact with that in your body where is it in your body when you feel the pain they caused you, where do you feel it? I usually feel it in like my lower abdomen, uterus area. That's where I hold a lot of my pain. And a lot of our trauma actually is held here. It's called the seat of the soul, the psoas muscle. That's where, it, uh, that's where the magic happens. And so it really for me is like the healing of, you know, and in our hips and in the front part. But some people will say here, and I've felt the piercing pain, like piercing, I literally felt like a knife was there. And there is, you know, uh, a biological pain. Our pain centers are activated in our brain when we are emotionally hurt by another person. So this is not just, oh, it's a psychological thing and it's an emotional thing, or you're just being emotional. No, it's a physical, pain and it's like a really complicated word that I'm not going to try to say right now but it is a medical condition when there is a heartbreak that happens and this is what we're talking about the heartbreak that is a result of a deep unjust that has occurred a deep unjust injury that has occurred okay I want you to describe it this is the uncovering phase feel it Describe it. Where were you? Who were you with? What were you doing? What did they say? What did they do? How did you respond? This is really just you setting up the scene as to what happened and how it played out. Step one. Step two. This is about um, Step two would be, actually no, in the uncovering phase, so we're still in step one, I want you to show, uh, tell me about all the feelings that came up. How did you deal with it? 
How much anger showed up for you? Were there other feelings that showed up for you? Um, hatred. You know, like how could you do that to me? When I loved you so much, underneath that statement is also, was my love not enough? Did I not love you enough? Did I not give you enough? Was it not good enough that you would leave me and go to the other person? Or that, did it mean nothing to you? Which underneath that statement is, was my love really not, not like, any, like anything for this person? That it was so easy for them to walk away? Did it, like, was it really that in insignificant? Am I really that insignificant? Everything that happened between us, did it really mean nothing? That means I meant nothing? That means my love meant nothing? That you couldn't hold that in that moment where they did that injury or they cheated on you or they betrayed you or they hurt you or they told you to go to hell? What about all the other things that happened between us? Did they mean nothing to you? And underneath that really is shame, guys, because in that is an inherent belief that I was nothing, that I wasn't good enough. And I, you might not be able to access that right now, but it's there. Um, do you have anger? Do you feel like you wanna hurt the other person? You want the other person to hurt? This is really stage one. Um, how were you changed? How were you altered? How was your life altered as a result? How was your worldview altered as a result? How was your belief about relationships altered as a result? How was your work performance altered as a result? And if you didn't have the anger, what feelings would surface? Phase one, okay? Phase two, when you've been in phase long enough, a phase one long enough, you will realize, I don't wanna do this anymore. Like, I don't wanna hold this anymore. Sometimes this can take months, it can take years. I know people that have held on to anger at their parents or anger at their, you know, someone who did something to them six, nine, 10, 12, 15 years ago. Um, you know, so it, it, can, it can stay there for a very, very, very long time. And it doesn't go away. Time doesn't heal this one, guys. When it's that traumatic and that much of an injury, time ain't gonna fix it. Imagine you get a deep, deep gushing, gushing wound um, and you just wrap it up. Let me just put a bandit on this and let time do the work. Guess what? It's gonna get infected. That infection spreads all over your body. You might need an amputation. God knows what could happen, right? So no, time doesn't heal. Time might make you forget, but your heart has been hardened as a result, okay? So this is about saying, I just don't wanna live like this anymore. I actually don't, I want joy in my life. I want zest in my life. I want engagement with my life. I want to have said I lived each day. I want to have said I loved each day. I don't wanna be 
just safe and get to my end, you know, my end. And on my dying day, I say, well, I lived a good, safe life. I don't want that. I want to have stories. I want to say that I loved deeply and that people that came in contact with me felt my love. That's what I want. They felt my love and then I felt the love of nature and I felt the love of people and I felt the pain of people. And I felt, you know, as, as Buddhists say, like a quivering in my heart when I felt pain of other people. And I was activated to do something about that pain. That's compassion. That's what I want. I don't want a guarded, shielded, protected wall um, from all these different hurts. I don't want that. When you get to that phase, stage two, that is deciding this isn't working. That's it. I don't wanna do this anymore. I give compassion. Don't say forgiveness if that's too hard for you, okay? I give compassion. I'm, I'm making a decision right now. So it's just a decision point. I will let go. I will free myself of this suffering. Phase three is accepting that it happened, accepting that it changed you, accepting the sadness, the sorrow, um, and then moving towards compassion. Now, there is a, um, a healing meditation that I did, um, and I've done many, many, many times, which is called Ho'oponopono. And um, I think it's in my highlights under the meditation section. Um, and it actually makes you, um, you know, imagine the person who has caused you pain as a young child, um, as someone who has endured their own suffering, as someone who has gone through their own pain. Um, and it's what the, what the point of that one is that it softens your heart towards that person. They're no longer this other, this you know, demon, you know, they're just a human being who did what they did. And it was their decision. It wasn't something you earned. It wasn't something you deserved. It wasn't something to do with you. It changed you. It ended your relationship, perhaps, but it wasn't about you. It, you are going to make meaning, which is stage four, but it wasn't about, what happened to you wasn't about you. It wasn't about you deserving that. It changed you, it affected you, it hurt you, it altered you, but you didn't deserve it. It was about them, their life, their filters, their suffering, their pain, projections onto you, their reality that they were engaged in, and you were a player in that. And they acted out on you. And they were in your life, stage four, for a reason. And this is where alchemically you start to make meaning. And this is a lifelong process where the, the deepening of that meaning. So once you, you know, have started the compassion work, then stage four is a lifelong stage, which is where you are going to be constantly deepening that. And with every age and every stage 
I revisit some of my traumas. With every age and every stage, I forgive myself. I forgive my kids. I forgive my parents. I forgive my siblings. I forgive my friends. I forgive people who hurt me that are no longer in my life. Like I have to do that again and again. Because it's not just about forgiving people that are no longer in your life. It's also about people that you love. I don't want to have any ill feelings or, you know, filters or veils between me and the people I love. And so I remember something my son, you know, in my recent meditation, I, um, I um, saw my son as a two-year-old. And he said something to me that was very hurtful. You know, he said, well, what if I don't love you or something? I don't know. He was too, and I don't even, they don't even know what that means at that point. But it, you know, I was like, oh, it's, you know, sometimes you don't feel love for the people in your life. It's okay. Like, you know, so I said all the right things in that moment, but something hurt me. Like, how can you not love me? Like, I've done so, you know, all of these things that we want to say in that moment, but I didn't say, thank God. Um, but he came up in my, in my, in my heart, like, oh, that wound had occurred and you didn't do anything with it. You just dismissed it. Oh, it's nothing. That's pseudo forgiveness. When you say it was nothing, it's okay. No, no worries. Mm. Beware of that pseudo forgiveness guys, because that filter is in your heart. And I have seen how that filter impacts your relationship because the distance will grow. And if you are fiercely protective of the people that you love, do not let that filter show up. If someone hurts you, even a little bit, either you just say, okay, this happened, I acknowledge it, I don't like it. And if I really love that person, I usually let them know in a kind, firm, gentle way that this impacted me. And this is the story I told myself about it and it hurt me. And then they are like, oh my God, I didn't even mean, I didn't even know or whatever, right? And I won't do that again. And that's it, done. No filter, heart open, and I'm still loving you. So for the protection of my relationships, I actually speak and I forgive and I say, I don't want this between us. I don't want a filter between us. And it's literally like a thin film. It's not a wall. Like if someone that hurt you in a violent way, big, huge wall, titanium can show up. But if someone you love, maybe it's your daughter, maybe it's your husband, maybe it's your friend, maybe it's your wife, right? If someone hurts you that you love and you're not leaving this person because it was just like not a big deal, but it still hurt you, then a thin film forms in your heart. That film, 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 over film, over film, and this is where the distance grows. So please, don't do pseudo forgiveness, and don't try to rise above it, cause you ain't, <laughs> you ain't rising above it. You're holding on to it, um, and don't try to spiritually ascend it. Communicate, and 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 say, this hurt me. I just need you to know that. Um, and, and I, this is how I processed it and I, I don't want to hold this in my heart, okay? So that's the deepening and making meaning of that suffering and discovering the freedom. Guys, the freedom that you feel. 
that alone, and once I felt that, I felt it. I felt the freedom that came with just no longer being angry with that person. I did it with one person and that freedom is what I will fight for. That's why I call myself a freedom fighter in another way, my own personal freedom fighter, is that I am setting myself free from these past experiences. And I literally feel lighter. I feel lighter. Like I walk lighter on the earth. My heart feels lighter. I have like a lot more energy and a lot more creativity because I'm free from the past. So that's what you want. And that's stage four. So let me say that again. Stage one is uncovering phase and you're uncovering all sorts of things. Stage two is the decision phase. It's just, I make the decision I no longer want. Stage three is the work phase. This is where you activate the compassion, um, putting things in context, trying to understand where they came from, why they did what they did, um, you know, whatever. And, but, and then stage four is the deepening phase. Now, like I said, you can do this for the rest of your life and you actually don't have to talk to that person during any part of it. Maybe at some point in the future, you will come to a point where you will say, you know what, I'm ready. But don't put that pressure on yourself. It's really about your healing. If you take all that energy that you're using to be angry at them and turn it inwards and heal magic will happen so anytime you say oh my god i can't the second you feel that move it in remind yourself i am safe and breathe i'm breathing and i'm releasing through every breath the pain that is in my body and i let go and i remain soft and i remain open these are ways you are reprogramming yourself Whatever you feed will grow. Whatever you practice will get stronger. You focus on the revenge and the anger, that will grow. You focus on the compassion and open-heartedness, that will grow. Let's take some questions. Um, yes, I'm saving. Um, you don't have to confront the other person first work on healing yourself, you might not be ready to have that conversation. Um, and there were times when someone hurt me and they asked for forgiveness. And I, I say, I forgive you. And I have full intention of not having this between us. It's going to take me some time to be able to talk to you about this, because I've got to go work on my healing. And they'll be like, but please, for you know, I forgive you, but I've got to go work on healing. Forgiveness is not the same thing as healing, okay? And so I actually will say, I, I don't want this between us, and I have full intention of healing from this, and I have full intention of not letting this be between us, um, uh, or, or holding on to this grudge, or being angry with you, I'm not, but it's gonna really take me some time to, um, feel safe again and to trust you again and that's okay and they just gonna have to be okay with that 
And if you are the one who hurt the other person, guys, learn how to give a proper apology. You know, I'm really sorry I did this to you, but you know, you really made me angry. <laughs> nope, that is not an apology. I've actually have posts on how to apologize um, and what is an apology and what is validating and what is invalidating. So go read those. It's the five things um, and it's like the swipe tiles. You guys can go read that on my feed. Um, I also have videos on forgiveness um, or posts on forgiveness that I have done recently and I will continue to do because to me, um, this month and every month really is this journey, this whole healing journey, this whole account, <laughs> my whole life, my life's purpose is really for me to be more of me and to not alter my essence because someone did something to me. I don't want, I don't want to be an aggressive, angry person. That's not who I am. I don't like it when I'm that way. It's not when I'm like feeling good about my life, right? These are the, and the more my nervous system feels healed, the more breathing I do. So please keep breathing. I know I haven't posted 11 minutes, but I felt like you guys were a little bit sick of it, but 11 minutes every day. And you know, the more your nervous system is healed, the more you are in receiving mode, the more you are in contact with the flow of life, the more you are um, engaged, the less resistant you are, the less triggered you are. Why wouldn't anyone want to live? That feels like freedom. It feels like home. It feels like safety. That's what we want, right? And if that's getting in the way, then I let you go. And one way I have processed why some people came into my life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime, and reason why they gave me that pain is that that pain became the prima materia. And I, alchemically had substance to work and um, and transform. So I know Rumi has said, the wound is where the light enters. And I'm going to say, in addition to that, is the wound is the light. It actually, if we work with the wound, now I'm getting a little bit, you know, just this is like stage five. <laughs> um, when you work with the wound and you transform the wound, the more light you become. And it is almost a way you evolve into the next stage. And that's why if you look at all the gurus, if you look at all the prophets, if you look at anybody who has come up with any sort of enlightened philosophy, or tradition or religion or wisdom or any of that, they had a really tough childhood. You know, they really had suffering. And they took that suffering and they made meaning. And when you have suffering and you make meaning, there's more meaning to make. 
So we all have had suffering, some bigger, some, well, I can't say bigger or smaller. We are given as much suffering that we are able to tolerate or able to sort of hold. Um, I believe that. And so the experiences that I have endured from a very young age in my life made me who I am today. And I like who I am today. And I will keep transforming, keep processing, keep integrating, keep expanding, keep reminding myself that I am safe and I can protect myself. I don't need to have a shield or a guard or a wall or any of that stuff. I can protect myself and know even if I live open-heartedly and love open-heartedly and someone hurts me, I will not die. I will just hurt and I'll be disappointed and I'll get on with it. And that's okay. Nothing will happen to me. I will not disintegrate. I will not, you know, evaporate. I will be okay. And just because of this one person, I am putting a block on my heart so no one hurts me again. Nope, I'm giving you that power. I continue to remain open-hearted and maybe I just don't want to really hang out with this person very much <laughs> so there's a way to draw your boundaries around that person if they continue to hurt you okay now your lesson is a lesson in drawing those firm boundaries or just saying our work is done we no longer have to continue on this journey of life together I leave you with love and that can be done with love okay and that's all I have for you guys Take care, guys. Bye.